welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 59 of the Get Around Podcast, brought to you by Jimmy John's. I'm your host, James Cook. It's just weird hearing those words. First ever. Yeah, it's weird hearing you talk they, first. They have never been spoken before. We usually have to your wait a host, few minutes. James Cook. How's it, how's it feel? It feels weird, man. Is like, it a throne over there? Feels weird. If this works out well, can we get you for the Academy Awards or something? Or SNL, you know? Yeah, we'll have to see, man. You think we can put you in there? Yeah, yeah, I'm up for it. We'll have to send him to some other school than, like, the school of puns. He can't just stand up on and do puns the whole time. I mean, he could. If that's your game, you got to I ride. guess. Yeah. I mean, what? We can just have a segment every week. It's just, like, James' bad pun of the week. Yeah, we can start that no, off No, at right this now. rate, you're going to crush it today, so you're going to be hosting every week from now on. So don't worry about segments well, you know, built in for yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, how has this not happened before, man? It's about damn time. I've only been around 59. for... Yeah, I've only been around for, what is it, 20... 20 man... Holy crapper. It's been almost 25 or 26 half episodes. Half. Yeah. I've probably logged about a third of these now. I'm Harrison Beebe, by the way, if you don't remember. Oh, yeah, Jake Edna yeah. over here. <laughs> Thanks for the introduction. Host. I know, I had that. I have that written, but we started talking about other stuff first. I was just... Well, I thought you never wanted to host. I thought that was the rumor. That's not really James' style. He'd rather just sit in them. I mean, yeah, half the ones you sit I'm there, you're, on, you're like a teenage girl on your phone, like just checking things out while we're talking. He's like about an Adam Schefter, yeah. regular Adam Schefter while he's in the podcast room. Northern Michigan's Adam Schefter. But we are coming live from the Get Around studio. As we, as you know, we've got Harrison Beebe at Harrison Beebe on the Twitter. Jake Atnip at Jake Atnip. Keep that simple for you guys. <laughs> I had to be the one. Yeah, we're just like we number. don't need numbers. Yeah. He's got a little bit too common of a name. But yeah. speaking of names, common names, we have. Some pretty episode. uncommon names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're gonna have the all name team draft of some of the most unusual, coolest, or some sounding of our favorite. Names. Yeah, some of our attention grabbing. But we've, we've seen plenty in our time. That's for sure. Kids from all. I mean, how many? What is it? What do they say? There's like ninety five thousand athletes that play high school sports in Michigan. In Michigan, I that's think that's probably about if yeah the UP especially. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's all sports. Uh, you know, boys, girls, everything. Um, the amount of names that we see. I've seen incredible, like incredible names. Some of the best ones, too, are ones that are kind of ineligible for our draft because we're going from players from last year and this year. But uh, there's a couple of Kalkaska Rhinos players. Nigel Beauregard Cardinal, which has, to be, like said, soap opera has to be said with an English accent that I just did not Beauregard do Beauregard Cardinal. And, and Daystar Smallboy. Okay. How tall was he? Pretty average for that's a hockey those, player. That's one of those guys who are like yeah, Chara. He's, he's from Alaska. Leave had, he was, uh, Mystery Alaska. They love hockey up there. Mm-hmm. Have any of you guys ever been to Alaska? No. I've, I've actually, I when I have not, I don't, I've never been west of Texas. Never been west of Texas. Yeah. Yes, that is west of Texas. Yes. Um, it's actually the biggest state in the United States. It, it would take up like half of the continent of the United well, States. Well, people landmass. forget about it all the time because they never see it on a map really because it's so far north, but it's, it's bigger than Texas. It's bigger than California. But we're dealing with names from northern Michigan. I'm sure we've seen a yeah, few. Yeah, no need for the Alaska High School Athletic Association's input here. The, the A-A-A-S-A-H-A? A-H-S-A-A? Yeah. I bet Alabama took that one anyways. The Asha? Anyways. <laughs> a brimple of Asha? <laughs> James, you're letting things get out of control. You better corral I know, man. Quick. I know. Speaking of names, don't call Jake. Jake from State Farm because he hates that. So people, please just don't do that. It's been a while. It wouldn't, you know, control your urges, people. Harrison, what uh, name do you hate being called that we can uh, urge people I to get, not call you? I get you? Bieber a lot. Yeah. Harrison so Bieber. obviously I don't want any association with that. It's not spelled the same. Yeah. It's not. I it, say, I call you Biebs I'm sometimes. A is that okay? Singer. Oh, Biebs is fine. Okay. 
Beeb or BB or Beebs. Okay, Bumblebee. Hey, just old hair is my nickname at the station. Even when I was younger, I was called old hair. Old, why, how was that? Because the weather guy's wife is named Sarah, so he always, Joe Shaw, I always called her old Sarah, and then when I was on the morning show, he just started calling me old hair, and it just stuck. One time, uh, one of the other weather girls called me hair bear on the air, as in like hair. care bear, hmm. but hair, hair bear, bear on the air. And I think my boss had a little talk. Oh, about over that. to you, Hair Bear. Let's not uh, make our, our on-air talent come across as Disney Channel cartoon characters, please. We've no, all gotten our fair share. No other homages to Brendan Queeley and his giving us all nicknames. Because I still have people call me Jimmy James. Jimmy oh, James that's Jordan. right. Jimmy James. Yeah. Man. Do you, do you think anybody ever actually called Brett Barry Arturo? No. no. I, don't, I don't think so. Jimmy James is good. Barry Arturo I, kinda, I thought was forced. I kind of hope so. It but was I, forced. But I doubt it. <laughs> I've I've had I've had my fair share of, you know, uh, transformations made to my name, especially with you know at nip, you know, being catnip, catnip, but just having nip on the end of it has turned into quite the, quite the time, or just having at at the beginning of it. A lot of people just take off the rest of the name and turn it into cat something. Yeah, no, I was just talking about this with uh, my buddy. Do you know what'd be really cool? It's too short, but if I could do it for my Twitter handle, if I could just make my Twitter handle nip. So it'd just be like at nip, but they won't let you just do three letters. So that's where you throw the numbers in at at nip or two six forty five. Yeah, but that's just not as it's not as clean. It's no like I don't. Want, it would have to be like some underscores or something. Or just two p's or something. No, I'm not like a sixteen year old girl. Nip. That's the second reference maybe, to teenage girls in this young maybe episode nips. so far. Well, I mean, we do cover get paid to yeah. <laughs> cover teenage sports. Let's uh, get into the Pulse now. Let's put our finger on the heartbeat of the local sports scene with the Pulse. Hockey kicked off this week with area teams playing in holiday tournaments. Is this the year that a team other than TC Central or TC West can win the Big North Conference title? It's It's been more than a minute since that has happened. More than, like, a decade, at least for a solo title, because I know Traverse City Central had a bunch of them before last year when West won it. Mm-hmm. Um, but West were... Central have tied quite a bit. I think Cadillac had uh, a share in there one year with with uh, one of the TCs. So for the sake of argument, maybe we put up the discussion that is this the first time one of the Cadillac, Gaylord, Petoskey, or Alpena schools can get can get a title, an outright title. And I think it's a very worthy argument. You and I were kind of discussing this Friday when we were at the uh, North-South Showcase at Center Rice. You know, Central and West, they've shown that even with some inexperienced rosters, which is definitely the case this year as far as how young they are, even even through the years they've shown they get better throughout the season, which is obviously the objective. But is this the year where uh, the other teams can kind of take advantage of that inexperience and that development phase where we can see them? And I, I think we've seen in the past teams – Teams give them some pretty good looks. Alpina's had a couple good teams here the past few years. Heck, Alpina's got uh, Chris Givens' son on the bench as an assistant, and Cam Givens. So we know there's a Trojan mind already trying to trying to get that streak for the Wildcats going. Um, I th- I'm not going to guarantee it happens, but I think it's you got a good chance of seeing it happen. You know, Petoskey is two and zero. They beat Sheboygan seven to nothing. Lance Cruz five to two. They also head to Traverse City Central on Wednesday at Howe Arena for a seven o'clock game to open up the Big North Conference. Uh, Slate there. Alpina's 3-0, and haven't given up a goal in wins over uh, Rochester, Stony Creek, Lake Orion, and Gross Point North. Colby Plowman, who is a kid who could be on our all-name team if we covered Alpina, um, oh, I has, do. has three goals and five points through three games. Gaylord is also uh, 1-0 and in there. You know, So all those teams are having pretty good years. You know, Cadillac is usually a competitive team as well. I, I just see that the Central and West are so young that I can see them having some hiccups in the conference schedule this year. I, can you know, I think by the end of the season, I think they'll be okay. 
you know, those, those freshmen by the end of the season will be essentially sophomores, and they're, they're all the sophomores that West have will essentially be juniors almost by the end of the season, and they'll be fine by then. But now I think you're going to find some just some youthful mistakes during the conference season maybe that opens the door for some other teams. Yeah, but if we want to flip the coin a little, uh, it, it's really harsh of us to judge Central and West by performances against Farmington and Warren De La Salle, two of the better. So we're going to touch on Farmington in a little more detail in a second here, but uh, those are two downstate powers. Uh, I'm sure they had a little more experience back than Central and West, so to, to take those results and immediately project the rest of the Big North Conference season through that is not entirely the best way to look at it. It's just the evidence we have as results so far, but uh, certainly we, we can't expect to see any of the other BNC teams look that much better against those teams than Central and West did over the two weekend games. I mean, are, are we going to discuss those teams a little in detail? Because the West goalie, I mean, he was phenomenal in that first period and a half. I, I caught Warren De La Salle and the Titans on Friday. Yeah, we're gonna, we're going to hit on Central West, um, the reps quite a bit. Yeah, West. We Tyler, get into that Tyler Herzberg. I mean, yeah, for West, Tyler Herzberg was great in in both games that I saw. And he's a freshman, over correct? The weekend, he is a sophomore. Sophomore, okay. Um, Central played, Central's playing freshman. Central's player. Central's starting goalie is a is a freshman. Um, you know, and he and he even showed a lot of growth between the first game and the second game. He, you know, the first game he was seemed kind of nervous, jittery. You know, gave up eight goals. But the second game, he seemed just way more composed and confident in his abilities. It seemed like getting that one game out of the way really, well, uh, I mean, really made a difference. That's a tough task. Put yourself back freshman year and then tell your tell that, that self that you are going to be starting between the pipes for a, a strong power for hockey up here and, and playing the opponents they do on that opening weekend. And and you tell me where your mind's at. I mean, when I was a freshman I was five foot two Maybe a little over 100 pounds soaking wet, so I certainly wasn't going to be blocking any shot. I remember it was a big deal my sophomore year at Central that my friend Hayden Brown was named the starting goalie for the Trojan hockey team, and even he was kind of had a little jitters as a sophomore. So I can't imagine even a year younger when you're first eligible to be on the program what, what that's kind of like to step into that spot. Well, yeah, it's definitely different with hockey. You need to have a little bit better team cohesiveness, uh, especially among lines, among teams. That when when you When they grow from... Young freshmen, sophomores on varsity who get playing time like these kids, this is how they start to really develop and get good over three or four years. And now, you know, they might be having a slow start. Giving up eight goals, you know, for Traverse City Central in that first game, that's shaking off the rust as far as I'm concerned. It's not, you know, Farmington, like we said, we're going to talk about big, big school. It's no nothing to whiff at. Giving up eight goals, I don't think that's, you know, anything against the confidence for the Trojans. I don't think that... You know, for the young the young freshman in between the pipes, there's nothing. I my as a coach, I would say to him and say, uh, there's there's no disappointment there. It's now you know what level you're gonna need to play you at. You only get better from exactly, you. You and only get better. From and you. you think about people who start off, you know, first three four games as a freshman. They I mean, he he could be he could possibly be in between the pipes for them for close to a hundred games or over a hundred game 100, what 130 games or something like that over the next four years. That's that's crazy. So trust me, don't let eight eight to one fool anybody. If if he's got what it takes to be there, I'm sure the Trojans are going to be able to back him up. Yeah, and there was a huge difference between him between game one and two. I mean, it was just it was big. You know, Chris Gibbons told me after the game that he, you know there was just there was no reason for him to pull him in the first game. He's like, there's nothing really for us to gain in this. And uh, yeah, it was eight to one. Farmington's really good. Farmington won the the tournament championship, and that wasn't even really that close because the whole tournament's different on goal differential. 
after that 8-1 to one Well, they game. never play Warren De La Salle, at least in this tournament. Right. Yeah, it's, well, it's just a north-south showcase, so they play the north teams against the south teams, and then it's goal differential after that. So, And then Central had a 4-3 to three game against Warren De La Salle, who is also perennially a top-10 team. He played pretty well in that game, too. I mean, Grant did, the, uh, the freshman goalie for Central. He played pretty well in that game. Uh, made some big saves. Uh, the team was really happy with him afterwards. Um, got a lot of congratulations, even though they didn't win the game. And you got to remember Warren De La Salle's Catholic 1A League. That's down with Catholic Central, who's always contending for state titles. These are good teams who they're playing mm-hmm. against. Four to three is not a you know anything to scoff at, especially like you said on the rebound from an eight to one against the Farmington Co-op. Mm-hmm. And, well, and another difference between game one and two with Central is that Jack Olson played. He's the only senior that Traverse City Central has. He's a defenseman, so he's a leader for that team, and he was back for game two, didn't play in game one because of an injury. Now, that made, obviously, a little bit of difference on their team, too, but uh, the goalie played a heck of a lot better. Um, Traverse City West lost to DSL 4-1 to in the first night of the, the tournament on uh, Friday. Then they uh, lost to Farmington 4-1 to on Saturday. Traverse City West also has a very young team. Right West West is sophomore heavy. Central is freshman heavy. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, Gibbon said that, you know, they never had more than three freshmen on his team ever before, and they have seven this year. Central, or West has like ten sophomores, I think, on the team or something. Think just... think about what this means for these two hockey teams in like two years. That's what that's the point I was just making. Yeah. For how young this is, no matter, no matter if another team from outside of, you know, Traverse City wins the Big North, imagine what this means in two years, what kind of hockey is going to get played for, between these two teams with when two get bigger, huge, exactly, huge groups of kids who are already playing extremely high competition Division One hockey right now. The interesting point that um, that Jeremy Rintola made after the, the tournament to me was that, uh, you know, these freshmen and sophomores, until they come up to the high school level, they're always just playing against their age year. So you get kids born in 2003 playing against kids born in 2003, and that's it. Then they come to high school, and then they can play. Now they're sudden. Three years. This difference. is the first time they, yeah, playing somebody who could be three years older than them. And there's a big difference in high school between a freshman and a senior, oh, yeah. obviously. So there's a big adjustment period there. A bunch of those sophomores for West are kids that uh, are making the team for the first time. They only had a couple of freshmen on the varsity last season. And there's and there's a difference in skill gap in hockey too. There's a, there's there's a lot of there's there's usually a good group of kids who are you know above and beyond. And then the the gap between the rest of them can be negated by you know that type of you know t- hard work preparation and being able to get on the ice with with this young group with energy and talent that they have. Um, our third Traverse City team, the Bay Reps, they've started out three and zero, pretty impressive wins so far. They've beaten Portage Northern very handily. I think it was seven to one. They beat Monroe St. Mary in the opening round of Big Rapids. Thanksgiving tournament, and then they beat Big Rapids in the finals. Is this the team maybe that the the reps are the best hockey team in Traverse City? I think after week one you have to say so. Uh, obviously we're going to get to see them play the Traverse City teams down the road here in the matchups they have in the Scott Miller tournament and whatnot, but uh, as of right now, if you're doing a power rankings, I think you have to put the Bay Reps number one based on that success. Uh, and those teams aren't pushovers that they defeated either, and two of those wins are on the road at Big Rapids. It sounds like uh, your goalie, Cam Lannon, is a big reason why they're, they're doing pretty So goalies are kind of the main discussion here today. <laughs> yeah. As well, they usually are with hockey teams. And they, and they played Judd Lawson in one of the games in the tournament too, and he uh, he played pretty well in the uh, the shootout win over St. Mary. I think he stopped three out of five in the shootout. Well, that was the story with the reps last year that we thought was interesting. They basically played three goalies all year, and Cam was one of them, mm-hmm. and now they're going to a two-goalie. 
uh, cycle, and they have a new head coach this year as well. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, Mike Batucci replaces mm -hmm. uh, Ryan, Ryan Federinchik. So he, he was an assistant last year, so I don't he know. Had, he had a son on the team, team too, right? Yep, I think yep. It's Joey, Joey Matucci yep. is, uh, is on the team. Um, he's had a, a pretty good start to the season as well, um, and then we'll have Chris uh, Denewith on here later for our interview from the from the Bay Reps. Yeah. Which we did not senior mention, yeah. senior defenseman. I've never run the bell, before, but they so. that that's one thing I was going to say about the Bay Reps is we were just talking about you know the Trojans and the Titans how young these teams are. I know that the Bay Reps got a little bit more experience, they got a little bit more time under their belt. You know, new head coach or new head coach, but like you said, been a part of the program, knows how everything works. So I don't think too much has changed, or if it has, hopefully it's for the better. But a three and zero start. You can't ask for much more. And you can't say those kids aren't pumped to play hockey right now, the ones coming back from last year. They took West to overtime in the regional game they played, and they lost that one, but they lost to a team that went on to play in the state semifinals. So I, I know they feel like one bounce goes their one way. Goal Maybe they're away, the team yeah. that made the state semifinals last spring. So they, they feel that optimism, I bet, uh, in the way they're playing right now. Yeah, and the reps are the, the, are the by far, I think, right now, the most experienced team. They have nine seniors on this team. Uh, so they've got a lot of guys coming back from last season. Um, obviously, they hit the ground running because of that. But the, My favorite it, breakdown, do we know who's all from? I, every year I like to ask the coaches, you know, the percentages from each school. I know St. Francis has a lot, usually Kingsley, or, I mean Elk Rapids and Kalkaska. Sometimes Kingsley chip in some guys. There's, I think there was a guy in Bear Lake for a couple of years who used to commute the hour. Grayling had a guy on the team. Jonathan Adams is the guy from Bear Lake. He's on the team right now. He still is, okay. Yep. So yep. President John bless, Adams. bless those guys, man. Driving senior. an hour every day. Yeah, senior. Two he, hours. He's one of their leading scorers this season. You know, one of the players. I, you know, I don't see Ian Souza on the team this year from from Kingsley. He's a you know, big defenseman. Mm -hmm. He played in the football team. Probably doing some weight work. Speaking of the reps, um, you know, Farmington. This was kind of the talk of a little bit of the uh, the tournament this weekend at Travis City West. Was uh, Farmington is a new co-op of three schools, Farmington High School which has an enrollment of 1,113 students. North Farmington, which has 1,264 students. School and, named after me. And Farmington Hills Harrison, our Farmington Hills Harrison BB, which is, with an enrollment of 855. I am the dean there. So we're talking about two schools about the size of Traverse City Central and one school that's about the size of... Cadillac? Yeah, Cadillac Gaylord. Yeah. That size. That's 3,232 yeah, students. 3,000 kids to choose from. And I so mean, they have no excuse not to get to the Final Four. Well, that's, yeah. that, that's the other <laughs> thing. is Farmington sports aren't a joke anyways. They, exactly. Farmington Hills I mean, Harrison football on its own is always done very well. The, the, except the, this is the last year. They're done now. Yeah, exactly. Is, but Is that why the, the hockey team didn't do well? I mean, I'm not, I'm not quite sure if that, that would be that why. They're, but. That they're a football school? Because Harrison and, and Farmington Hills North co-opted last year for a team called Farmington United, and they were awful. Yeah, well, they one were, and 22. They were one and 22. Uh, Farmington was a pretty solid 500 team playing against a tough schedule like Central and West do, and then they just added them in, and they're still called Farmington Maybe United. Maybe when, you, when you go from playing at being three teams to two and now one, obviously they're starting well this year, but maybe that's a little tough to kind of get the uh, – the factors all that I don't know if it's necessarily situation. You know, but I don't know if it's necessarily an unfair advantage. I mean, there's hockey co-ops all throughout the state. It might be probably yeah, the Bay Reps are a co-op. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's what I, that's what I was. I mean, but there's probably like, what, about what what fifty what is there probably fifteen to eighteen hundred kids that the Bay Reps technically could pull from. Technically, way more than that. How many? Yeah, the Bay Reps technically is eleven schools. Okay. 
Mancelona, Kingsley, Bear Lake, Elk Rapids, Kalkaska, Sutton's Bay, St. Francis, Grayling, Glen Lake, Bel Air, and Leland. So what's their total enrollment? 3,153. Exactly. So it's it's about the same. I mean, I don't know what the but guidelines are. three schools to 11 right. where you're going to be more likely to go out for a team if you've got buddies at your same school yeah. that are playing, whereas some of these guys in the Bay Reps are the only representatives from that school. I don't think, yeah. that's, I don't think that's how they could look at it. It's not like, oh. Well, well that's not how the MHSA Exactly. Look at it. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, oh, there's 3,100 kids that there's. That's not too many people for us to let them form a co-op. And, I mean, being from downstate, I know, I mean, hockey, you know, it's it's prevalent, but it's not the leader. I wouldn't be surprised if someplace like Farmington, if they would need a co-op just to keep even hockey competitive. Uh, the, the difference, I think, to me is that of those 11 schools that are in the Bay Reps co-op, none of them's big enough to field a hockey team on its own. Yeah. All three of the teams in Farmington's co-op should be big enough to field a hockey team on their own. Yeah, I mean, what you need? Probably, you'd say about 30 kids for a hockey team. 20, maximum. You could do less 20. than that. Yeah. yeah. TC Central only has 19. Okay. And but they played with 18 on their first game because Olsen was out. So yeah. they, just, they just don't have a JV How many do the reps have as a co-op? 21 players. 21, okay. I mean, years ago, there used to be the Northwest Warriors up here, too, which was a similar co-op where they had, like, Glen Lake and Kingsley and Benzie and all the outlying schools, kind of. When was that? That the reps have absorbed in the now. reps have been around since since I was in school. Yeah, they were concurrent. Uh, the the Northwest Warriors lasted about two or three seasons back eight years okay. ago, probably. Charlie O'Hearn was the coach, and it was just it was just far flung schools co-oping together to make one hockey team, and they always struggled to get enough players to have a, a hockey team. I mean, most of the time they were playing with like two lines and maybe an extra forward or two or something, and they were. You know that's why it just didn't last. But I mean, you saw far how many how many kids were on the Farmington Hills United team or the Farmington United team? They ran a full four lines. A full four lines. So I mean, did they have thirty kids? I don't know that they brought thirty to the to the tournament. I think you're probably limited as to how many you can have on your varsity Dressed, team. Yeah. 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 But I but that's the other thing is I I guess I can't make a judgment if I don't know exactly how many kids were trying for each one of these schools or if it was more or less just a hey. Let's do it so we can beat everybody. But I don't think I don't I don't think that's what it would have been because the trend that I see in high schools and stuff it's more or less to make sure that participation is high, that especially when they form co-ops it's a lot better for monetary reasons because everybody pools resources and they can afford more ice time they can do more practices. Mm-hmm. Co-ops are not a you know I don't think co-ops are a bad thing at all especially with sports like hockey that I still want to see, but not all these schools have enough. People are not all these people have enough resources to you know be able to do it on their own. So I wouldn't say that it makes an unfair advantage. I just think that they're better off in a co-op if that's the only way for them to you know survive as a hockey program. When we've got co-ops all over and in, in tons of sports, what comes to mind is West and Central combining for lacrosse. You know, with MHSA as long as they allow it, and you're within the guidelines and the rules and the playoff formats, whatever you need numbers wise. It's always going to happen, and at that point, you just you got to step out on the, the playing surface and see who's better. I mean, Central and Lake, sw- Ellsworth, yeah, everything. Yep. There's football. There's, there's. I, 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 I think it's a good thing. You know, even if it's from downstate, I know a lot of downstate teams have more kids, more stuff, more power, but I, I don't see anything wrong with it. The the Farmington co-op is essentially about the size of if you put Central West and St. Francis together. Okay. And they do that with swimming here. Central West and St. Francis are in the are the Triton. The difference in, in that tournament this weekend was 
noticeable. Yeah. In that they could just they could roll three, four lines. Well, they're experienced. They're not playing sophomores and freshmen. Yeah. And also think about West are a rare year where they are playing younger guys. Yep. Yeah. And I was saying, think about a couple of the Bay Reps guys. Um, I don't know if I even play football. I know a couple of them do. Um, what they had a four day turnaround before their Thanksgiving Day weekend. Well, yeah, the Bay Reps started. They almost missed it. That's what I'm saying. They 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 were probably planning on missing this tournament so they could go down and play for a state title. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, there's a lot of reasons why they could have looked at our match, but I don't think it says anything uh, about the hockey up here. I think they'll be able to compete. It's just early season, young guys, and we know we've talked to a lot of coaches. Why not schedule the best of the best who you that's, can find early in do. the season that's and you know do. test your team and see where you're at. It's, oh, you give up eight goals or seven goals in your first game. It's nothing to get your confidence then about. We're, that's why we brought you here. That's why we put you between the pipes is to test this and see what we have to work on. So I definitely think it's it's going to be a fun hockey season. Well, and that's why Central and West scheduled these games. Yeah. You know, they, they don't want to have cupcakes and ease these kids in. Both coaches, Coach Gibbons and Coach Rental, have both said, you know, it's good for these kids to kind of get that shock to their system. Iron and, sharpens iron. And just say, okay, we've got to be better. We've got to improve on stuff. And if we want to play with the big boys, this is what we got to do. Yeah, it works for the Mighty Ducks. I didn't see any flying bees. Yeah, that tournament. I, do you know? Do you know how crazy I would go if I was sitting there covering a game and they they actually went into the flying V formation? I'm just like, what are or you? Somebody roped somebody else for a penalty. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh my! I don't, I don't what know. about a knuckle puck? Our our host is uh, chugging water now. Sorry, right. it's Mio. I'm Mio, parched. Mio. I'm parched. All right, going from one hockey subject to another, we're going to uh, go into our interview with. Bay Reps senior defenseman Chris Denowith now, sponsored by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City. Order a tasty sandwich today with the Jimmy John's app. All right, we're joined here with Bay Reps senior defenseman Chris Denowith. Uh, glad to have you on. Thanks for coming over after practice. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Um, the Reps have had a, an excellent start to this season. You guys are 3-0, and played a couple of nice tight games in that holiday tournament down in, in Big Rapids. Talk about that a little bit and uh, and what's been working for you guys. Yeah, so we've played in that tournament for a few years now, but this year um, we went in. This year we have a lot of seniors, so uh, it's a lot of our last years, so we're all looking forward to playing every single game this year. Um, but we went and played uh, Monroe St. Mary's. Uh, they were a little bit better this year than they were last year. A bit stronger, a bit bigger. So for some of the newer kids, uh, it was a little intimidating for them. Didn't, know, didn't really know how to respond to that, but we came out, had a few, two, two nice goals, and then they scored, and then it was back and forth, and then we ended up going into overtime, and then no one scored in that, and then we went to five shooters in the shootout, and we ended up winning. And then we played Big Rapids in the finals. We got a five-minute penalty, and they scored three goals on it, so that really put us down. And then we put one in, and then we lost one of our senior defenseman Gavin Duffin this year who fractured his ankle. So we lost him and then um, we went and scored another one and then went to the locker room and we really rallied and then ended up beating them 5-3 in regulation in the third period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw that Cam Landon was the MVP of the tournament. He only played in one of the games and I was like, he gave up three goals. But then I was like, oh, he gave him a ball on the power play. Yeah, they and, were, then, and then just stonewalled them from there on out. Yeah, um, their two goals, they were just kind of lucky goals, just thrown in front and just a scramble, and it ends up finding the back of that. So it wasn't really his fault, but um, he, he's a really good goalie this year. He's trying really hard. So 
really excited about it. I know you said that there's a pretty big group of seniors. You guys really want this bad. I know there's 80 of you guys on that team, I think. Uh, you said you didn't lose Gavin and stuff. But, I mean, what's it like uh, having that group of guys on a co-op coming together and, you know, fighting for this last uh, this last season, you know, for the organization? Um, well, for years prior, you uh, like towards the end of the year when we played West last year, um, the seniors last the seniors last year are all thinking what we're thinking this year. This is our last season. Let's make it the best. But when you're like a junior and sophomore, you're thinking, oh, I have another season. It's not as big to you. But this year, um, we've had a lot of the guys for three years, so we're all pretty good bonded, and uh, we're all striving to fight for the same goal and make it far in playoffs this year. We're really excited about that. How much does it help having an older brother who kind of went through the same things to kind of kind of ask how you know how does it, how does this impact you or how does how does this work and what kind of advice has he given you? Yeah, so he was uh, he was a captain his junior year, as was I. So um, I really got to follow in his footsteps. He was an awesome older brother, worked his butt off, went one hundred and ten percent. His team his junior. Don't quote me on this, but I th I think they got mercy nine times maybe so um he had a rough junior year um i don't they might have had one senior if that so they were pretty rough them striving through it and their senior year making it to regionals really uh built it for the program and showed kids what we're all about and um, made kids want to come play for us and have a f bright future now we did talk uh, just a little bit before the show you know there are 11 schools that are technically a part of the bay reps but we mentioned five of them that do have players currently, you know, on the roster. What is it like, you know, I know you're used to probably being a, just with everybody over at St. Francis. What is it like, you know, working with a team that you're not seeing in school every day and probably not that much out of the year if you guys aren't on the same teams, you know, in the off season? Mm -hmm. So uh, before high school, you either play house or travel. And house is um, not the best. Travel is, like, the best um, – so in travel, you it's kind of a co-op. It's just a Traverse City team. So you'll, we had kids from Cal Cadillac, Kalkaska, Bear Lake. Got used to that a little bit through travel. But this year, we practice every single day, except for Fridays. But usually, we play on Fridays or Saturdays. So we're with each other usually five times a week. Um, and we're in the locker room three hours a day. Um, so you really get to know all the guys, get to know where they come from. Um, make a ton of friends. One of my best friends from last year was my D partner, Zach Van Compernal. Um He's one of my best friends, and I only met him through hockey, and he goes to Elk Rapids. So just a nice, tight-knit group of guys. Yeah, so do you think that changes the team dynamic at all, or is that something that, you know, you kind of mentioned, you know, as in youth hockey, you've kind of gotten used to it. Do you think that's kind of a theme throughout, or do you think it kind of changes the team dynamic when you have a co-op? Um, I obviously think it it changes a little bit. It brings something different to it. Um, with West, you see those kids every day. Some of those kids are best friends. But also, it, um, it sometimes hockey might seem just like an extension of school because you're with the same kids. So for us, um, coming to the rink with kids that you don't really see much during the day, um, it changes it. You know, you get, it's kind of a getaway from school, whatever you have at school. Meet new guys, um, all... We love to play hockey, so I actually love it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you brought up Von Comperdol. How What's it like playing uh, opposite on D pairings with a guy who's just six foot, what, seven, eight? He's six foot seven. Um, yeah, he he was 
probably one of my favorite D partners, if not my favorite D partner. Um, you do really, because I played with him probably three years. Um, you get to know his tendencies. He learns yours. Uh, you, get, you get to rely on him. Um, so that just helps with your confidence, helps you um, make the right plays, uh, strive to be the best because you know that you have someone that can, you can rely on. Yeah, I mean, he can probably cover two-thirds of the zone by himself, yeah. right? Because <laughs> yeah. he's, he's six foot seven. Yeah, he's got a long reach, long stick. Dude can cover everything. It's awesome. Yeah, you got somebody the size of Chara out there, I'm sure it helped. Oh, yeah. The Bruins have loved that for years. Oh, yeah. Um, with Central and West having such young teams, um, what was it like when you were an un underclassman and having to play uh, high school where you're not playing your age group kind of for the first time and you're playing against some older guys all of a sudden? Yeah, so obviously, um, like we talked about earlier, having an older brother who would be beat up on me. Um, we have an outdoor rink, so his friends would come over, they'd beat up on me. So for me, it wasn't as big of a di difference for than some of the other guys, but... Um, obviously, it's a lot different. If you're a freshman, you're playing with kids four years older than me. That's four years of working out that are stronger, harder shots. So obviously, you're going to come into your first game, and you're going to be scared. But after a while, you realize that, at least for me, I realize that playing with better kids makes you better, and um, it's not as scary as most people think right when they come in. Um, high school hockey, there's a lot, a lot of hitting, but it doesn't really hurt that bad, so you can uh, go through it and... Um, it's really not that bad as the year progresses. Mm -hmm. Now you said you said that your family or you guys have a an outdoor rink. Is that what that is? Mm -hmm. So I mean, is it just running your blood? Hockey has just always been you know that deeply ingrained in your blood, or you know what, what what made you get to this point? Well, my dad did not play. My mom figure skated a little bit when she was younger. Neither of them could afford hockey because hockey is pretty expensive. Um, but my brother just. Uh, one of his friends started playing it, and he start, He just looked into it and started loving it. And then we live on Long Lake, so we used to build a uh, rink on Long Lake. But then, I want to say seven years ago, we cleared out a bunch of trees in our backyard and leveled it out, and now we have boards, and we use a uh, water pump to just pump lake water into the into our new rink. So having a shed or a, play, a shed you can warm up and get dressed, a place where you can just go outside and mess around, by yourself and just love the game that you play. That, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. So, I mean, I'm sure you you guys are probably waiting for the winter time to come around so that you guys can go out there and, you know, kind of just do it on your own, don't have to go pay for ice time or, you know, get out there. I mean, how much work do you do during the season, you know, I, I, out at home or even with your brother? Um, well, my brother's at college, so I don't see him. He just left uh, earlier today. But um, I don't see him too much now that he's at college. But when he comes home, he usually does his own thing. I'm usually at school or ho hockey, but I usually during the season I usually work out two times, two to three times a week, uh, on top of our hockey practices. But on the weekends in high school hockey, you can't play on Sundays. So usually you'll do your homework or whatever, and have a bunch of guys over, and one of them will dress up as a goalie, yeah. and you just mess around and have fun. A little backyard hockey, that's cool. Oh yeah. How much work is it to upkeep that? Some years it's really hard, and some years it's not that bad. But when, when you're flooding it, the only time you can flood it is if you have like a week straight of cold, no snow, and just calm uh, weather. So that's probably the hardest part, getting a block of weather that is suitable. Like to perfect it. to set the ice. Yeah, it's literally got to be perfect, but because if it snows, it gets all bumpy. You guys got like a Zamboni or anything? I mean, 
Yeah, so we have like we run a hose from our house down there, and it's like it's like a triangle kind of. Um, it has uh, cloth on the bottom, so the water like sp- spouts out onto the cloth, and then you like scrape the snow. And then we also have, it's kind of funny, but it's called an ice mower, and it's literally like a lawn mower that is for ice to smooth out the ice. Okay. So if it gets really bumpy, so we can. So you guys it. have got you've had to get creative in order to upkeep that back there. Oh yeah, and there's a bunch of families uh, that do them around DC, um, so bounce ideas from one family to the next, so it helps. That helps with that, but yeah, it's all creativity. Pretty, pretty much. awesome. So this is your third year being in the being involved with the reps because you played uh, travel hockey for a year. Where was it you played travel? I played right here in TC. Okay, all right. Um, is this the best reps team you've been on? Um, you know, we have a lot of potential this year. We have a lot of seniors, so I'm hoping it'll be the best. But I'm I can't be definite, yeah, because you never know injuries. But we I think we have the most potential this year. So I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. How big? How big? How big of a loss is it losing Gavin? I mean, I know he's one of your, one of your guys. It's experienced, been on the team for a while. Um, it's a, it's a pretty decent loss because he's uh, one of our top defensemen this year. He was, we were de- or he was my D partner this past weekend. Um, so our other, we have six. We pulled. We took six D this year. Uh, we have me, Jonathan Adams, Joey Matucci, and Gavin, and then two, uh, rookies this year. So we have John Popa and Owen Kennery. So to lose a guy who's a leader for some of the younger kids and a guy you can rely on who's playing really well this year is going to be a pretty decent loss. But I think we'll – he's only out four to six weeks, so I think we'll be able to get past that and be hopeful for his return. Get him back before the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what is the what is the main difference? You probably played other sports earlier in your career, at least. Or, uh, uh, what is the big difference between hockey and other sports, on and off the ice? It's, mm-hmm. It just seems like a, a different type of atmosphere, a different type of, of athlete and, and person that plays hockey. Yeah. So when I was younger, I played baseball until I was eleven. I played on the West All Star team. I was not bad, um, but it's just too slow for me. Um, but I was also playing lacrosse, so lacrosse is very similar to hockey. A lot of, a lot of people, like at their young age, will either play um, hockey and golf or hockey and lacrosse. Um, golf and hockey, with like your slap shot is very similar to like a drive or a golf shot, but um, lacrosse is keeps you in condition, tra- treats you to or trains you to be able to move side to side, uh, defending guys, so keeps your legs in good shape, um, and. It, Hitting, so it's it's very similar. So I also play lacrosse. What position do you play in lacrosse? Um, I'm an attacker. So a little bit different than on hockey. So you kind of sit back, play defense on hockey, which you like playing the front lines in lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Um, lacrosse, I think it's harder to play defense because on hockey you can kind of glide a little bit, and it's I, in my opinion, it's a lot easier to stop and start and go one way. In lacrosse, I don't have the best uh, like on ground foot skills, so it's a lot harder, and I'd way rather score than play defense. Maybe that's why hockey players do it. They're just more adept on the ice. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. I, I, I still, I personally, I've been able to skate my whole life. I can skate fast. I can skate slow. I can go backwards, forwards. I can jump. I can't stop. I cannot stop on skates. It's like some mental block or something. Like, impossible. I have noticed that with the guys who play hockey and lacrosse, they usually never play the same position mm-hmm. from one to the other. Like, I've known guys who have been a goalie in hockey, and then they play forward in lacrosse, or, you know, like you, defense and forward, or, or vice versa. 
why is it? Is that just to change things up? Or is are those positions kind of just incompatible? Is it playing defense and in lacrosse, nothing like playing defense in hockey? I don't know. It's now that you say that, I do kind of notice that. But it's it's weird. My brother played forward. He was a defenseman in lacrosse. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's any real correlation or anything. But I think it's just something. That... Yeah, because I remember what when the North Stars were here, like Tyler Marble was the goalie for the North Stars. I think he was on the lacrosse team for the for the Thunder back yeah. then, and he played forward. Yeah, I don't know. But um, a, but in a junior hockey team, he's a goalie. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, we'll dive into the wheelhouse then. Got five questions for you. Might turn into more than that sometimes. <laughs> it rattles off into tangents, and it does. But we will start you off easy here. What locker room music do the Bay, Ray, Bay Reps like? Or if you had control of the aux cord in the locker room, what are you playing? Well, a lot of the guys are... Um, rap fans, but um, I'm more of a like electronic music. I've, I do a little DJing on the side. I think that's pretty fun, but um, if I was to play music, I'd probably play some Marshmallow okay. or like Lewis the Child, if you guys have heard of that. Okay, yeah, so something a little more energetic. Yeah. Okay, okay. So what's your least favorite or the worst drill in practice that you do five days a week? Well, usually we don't do one drill. Well, you don't have to do it every day, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? But at practice, what's the worst drill? Well, Mondays, because um, we usually... Well, usually we don't play on Tuesday, but if we do, we won't do it. But Mondays we do um, skills, so those drills are always tiring. But at the end, for the past few weeks since we started the season, Coach Matucci um, will bring out seven tires, and we have to go from goal line. You push the tire with your stick, but you go from goal line to red line to the near blue line, and then from the near blue line to the far blue line, back to the red line, and then the goal line, and then back. So last week we did that three times. Oh my god! We had to do it earlier today. So. Your forearms, your legs, gotta be killing. Yeah, you. towards the oh. end it's rough. <laughs> oh my god! And, and then we go up in stairs and do dry land. All right. So I know what this uh the playoff beards or the flow is a thing in hockey. Uh, which do you prefer, and who has the best on the team? Well, my mom won't let me do either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just made me get my hair cut, so can't do the flow. Um, can't grow a beard yet. Yeah, so. we'll get there. I'm, I'm doing my best as we got right here. So, <laughs> um, no one really grows a beard on the team, but the kid with the best flow, I would say, is Jonathan Adams. Okay. He goes to Bear Lake. He's always had it, but it's it's good looking locks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is funny. Favorite hockey slang? I know there's a lot of slang that gets thrown around hockey, or a lot of slang that gets thrown around practice. What's your favorite favorite word or phrase that gets thrown around uh, in the locker room? Well, there's obviously some that. Can't be spoken on the podcast. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, but the one that I don't know, I just like saying is it's called sauce. Okay. So it's when you make a pass to another teammate, but instead of the pass just staying on the ice, it's when you pick it up and it yep. lands right next to him. So, but you apply that to probably more than just passes, I assume. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Or another good one that not a lot of people use is, is wheeling. Okay. So that's what we, we use for like going on a date with a, with a girl or something. Okay. <laughs> so you could say, like, are you, you wheeling her? Yeah, okay. You wheeling? You wheeling it? Yeah. Okay, I like it. No, I, I remember just, there's so many, just like clap bombs or dingers mm-hmm. or top cheese. I think I think going top cheese or top... or uh, Top shelf. Yeah, top yeah. shelf. Eggs and butter. Eggs and butter. Where, where mama Eggs. keeps the cookies. Exactly, yeah. where mama yeah. hides the thin mints or whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, there's there's a lot of them there, but... Uh, Dangling. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also uh, another podcast presented by Barstool Sports. It's called Spit and Chicklets. It's not a very PG 
podcast, but um, a lot of the hockey players will listen to it because it's funny, and they always bring on NHL players, yeah. so you love to hear their stories. And a lot of those guys have created a bunch of new oh, I'm sure they have sayings. some crazy. I'm oh, sure yeah. they have some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So last one, me and him were kind of fighting back and forth about what was better uh, before this when we came up with these, but your favorite hockey movie. Are we talking about seriousness? No, I think it could be funny. It could be anything. I mean, I feel like you have to say miracle okay. because it's one of the g- greatest moments in U.S. history. Yeah. To beat a team that was just unbeatable. You have the miracle speech, which very many people know of, Herb Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, but another funny movie that also isn't very PG rated, but it's called Goon. Yes, as we were talking about before, <laughs> like. Doug Glatt, there it is. Yeah, that's a that's a really funny movie, um, but obviously it's not PG. So uh, they're, 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 <laughs> most things aren't PG on this podcast. You'd be surprised. A little PG thirteen at least. Yeah, we try. <laughs> um, but yeah, that does it for the wheelhouse. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Awesome, thank you guys for having me. We'd like to thank Chris uh, Dunnewith for coming on, visiting with us here. Um, good stuff, as always, from our local athletes. And, uh, and with that, we're going to go into the all-name team draft. Um, just to put this out here, we are not making fun of anyone's names. These are our favorites. Yeah, we're picking these for a reason, because yeah. we like the names. These are names that we think are cool. There's no bonus whatsoever for spelling a name oddly or differently. And we don't know a lot of these people. I've covered some of them. I've never even had a chance to speak with most of these people. It's just when you're in the newspaper business or in the, I guess, sports journalism world up here, you come across, you come across, you you, you just see a lot of names just running past your eyes when you're reading, when you're writing. Some of these are more fun to write. You know, when you just type them out, some of them just like flow. Some of them sound good. Some Some of them spark some interesting reactions. Food, celebrities. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. And just cool names. Um, so here's the rules. You can pick any athlete on an area high school team from last year or this season so far. Um, Harrison gets to pick from his station's entire viewing area in order to put us two at a disadvantage. There's not much discrepancy here, though. Most of the, the kids on my wish list here are I'm are fine with that. You need you advantages. It'll work. Ten rounds, I can do ten rounds. Okay. One other disclaimer, we are probably going to butcher the pronunciation of some of these names. That's, that's the fun. That's why we're called writers, not pronouncers. I know, that's the fun. Harrison, this is practice for I you. I would go into the detail of me uh, reciting a Michigan basketball player's name on Friday night, but if you heard it, you know how much I butchered that one. Yeah, this is just practice for you. Who is the baseball player for the Twins that you got some some hate for? Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, when you're going out against a That's like three or four butchers in a row. It is classic. You gotta do it. You wait, you wait, go. I'll, I'll play a, a rated R one after we're done recording here. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> you went, you went, you went trying to pronounce it, and you go, "This guy just doubles." Yep, that's a that's there's the best one too. This guy, this guy doubles. Anyways, let's get on to this draft. Yeah, Harrison, 
Cue the music. You're the number one pick. You gotta get the oh, NFL. You gotta get the NFL music going. Whatever you guys got, I'll put it in there. Get the NFL uh, draft music going. There it is. All right, let's get started. I knew when I made my list today, as I was going through, I basically just had basketball and football rosters to go through. So I apologize to other sports who also have very cool names in them. But that, my number one overall pick in the Northern Michigan All Names Draft is easily. Not just because he puts up a lot of stats, but it's just a fun name to say. It is Mr. Gordy LaFontaine of the Elk Rapids Elks. You are my number one pick for uh, amazingly awesome names for high school sports athletes. I always make you think of Gordy Howe. There's Gordy. I like it too. It's Gordy LaFontaine. It just sounds like I a like 1970s, like, It just reminds me of a lot. There's like the LaFontaine dealerships downstate, and it's like Gordy. Anyways, anyways, I'll go number two. Uh, probably one of my favorite ones. Probably just because of the spelling, but the way that it's pronounced is also awesome. There's actually two of them because they're brothers, but uh, from Kingsley, quarterback Tyler Intizone. Actually spelled in this one. And I remember when I first saw it, I was like, this can't be right. <laughs> but, you ask him, you can ask him. No, no. Yeah, that's that's how you say it. In this one? No, in the zone. Oh, no, I know it's in the zone. In the zone. No, but his younger brother, uh, Jaden, in the zone as well, so I'll take the in the zone. Right. I'll, I, I got one that's also from a uh, brother of him. Traverse City West linebacker Odin Safradini. This is older brother Thor. The only problem I have with that is that it's kind of out of order because Odin is the dad and Thor is the son. So it should be Thor. It should be Odin Loki. Maybe, well, either way, and I like the two cool names. And I like regardless. the Safradini last name, anyways. I've never Safardini's seen that before. Cool just like I yeah. like it. I like it. I guess with my next pick, I'll save this one for later because I know you guys won't touch. It. Actually, you know, timing-wise, let's take her. Uh, since you mentioned the Thors, Reagan Thor from Frankfurt is my next pick. She's one of the top basketball players there on the Panthers as they get the season going. And uh, how can you not be intimidated lining up next to a, a person with the name Thor on the back of the jersey? So, first or last, Thor's pretty awesome. Reagan Thor's, you're on my team. If we're going to talk about intimidation, this is one I like to look on the on the roster. And Ike Battle from Traverse City Central. Like, you're going to battle. And I like, I like the name Ike. It's short, succinct, and you just, let's go. I had that one on my list. I'm going to go with a, a cross-country runner. Cross-country, Traverse City Central cross-country runner. Maisie Gun. Short, simple. Makes sense for shooting the gun off at the a beginning gun, of the race. Yeah, yeah. shooting the gun off yeah. fast, fast as a gun. Well, she's probably not as fast <laughs> as ammunition shot out of a gun, but... Um, you never know. All right, I'm going to go throwback to a year ago, three-sport athlete for Sutton's Bay. I mean, how can you not rally behind a guy named Evan Rohrbach? When that's your last name. Football quarterback, basketball player, golfer, uh, great all-around athlete. Evan Rohrbeck is a uh, top name on my team. One that when we first said it on the podcast, I really liked it. And I, was, I, I was not sure if Brett was messing with me or not, but Lake's Bar Lake Barksdale from Forest Area. Never heard anybody named Lake before, so when he said it to me, I literally thought he was messing with me. I was like, are you talking about a place? No, he's like, no, this is the linebacker from Forest Area. And Barksdale's a pretty cool yeah, name. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's like, it, it seems like a destination. The Villainous Family on the Wire. I've never Great seen the Wire. HBO show. All right, nobody can talk to me about that, but it's an intimidating Premium name. cable, sorry. You're intimidated by the Barksdale family, so that's a good sports Look thing. at that. I'm going to go back to the cross-country well, Kalkaska, and runner Rowdy Vivenberg. Woo! That's hot. That's a that's a gem right there. I had that's to rowdy. back from it. Yeah. I like Vivenberg? Vivenberg. V-Y-V-E-N-B-E-R-G. Now, the, the upsetting thing about cross-country is, unlike the other sports, you don't have a roster list, so you don't really see that name in a program anywhere. But, man, that's 
You see that in a results sheet, you know. If you beat Rowdy. That should be a heat. sounds like a fighter. <laughs> That's like a prize in itself. Right. Like, oh, I got top ten. I also beat Rowdy Vivenberg. Yeah, I also sunset. beat Rowdy Vivenberg. <laughs> All right, who got Harrison? I'm going to go with, I found this guy on Forest Area, and since it's very timely with, with the season, Brandon Buckmaster. So I want Brandon Buckmaster uh, in my hunting field when I'm, when I'm taking to the field with the best names in the, in the area team. I'm going to stay with Forest Area. I just made one last pick, but Sir Xavier Navoni. Yes. Football player at Forest Area. What I, as, as soon as you see Sir Xavier, it's royalty, right? And it's hyphenated. Yes, right? Like, Sir Xavier is hyphenated. It's there. He's knighted. He must be you know, royalty in yeah, Europe. All right, I'm up. I'm going to go to Boyne City, football player and wrestling, Busy Turnbull. Go Busy. Busy's a cool name. Is it B-U-S-Y? B-I-Z-Z-Y. Oh, the Rod Allen right. form of busy. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. Get B-I-Z-Z-Y busy. busy. Forget it, might forget it later, so I'm going to take it now. Uh, a little out of your guys' coverage area. Harbor Springs has a football player named Jeep DeMoose. Okay. That is nice. I like it a First lot. name Jeep, last name D-A-M-O-O-S-E. So to go along with my Buckmaster and my last pick, we got Jeep DeMoose. When uh, my reporter covered them and sent me the game notes and it said Jeep DeMoose, I, I texted him back. I'm like, uh, is that really the guy's name? Did country you singer. misspell Jeff or something? <laughs> He's like, nope. And he sent me a screenshot, Jeep DeMoose. So Sounds DeMoose like a country is, singer. DeMoose is in the house for the Rams <laughs> and my fantasy team. In the get-around house. All right, one that I've always liked to say since I've gotten here, Glen Lakes, Raleigh Charpentier. I'm pretty sure that's how it's spelled. I mean, yeah. Charpentier. I, it's some sort of French or something, I assume, but I like that name. And Raleigh, I mean, Raleigh. We like discussing Raleigh, Glen Lake players. Is it Raleigh? Uh, yeah, that's how I believe it. Uh, well, yeah, Raleigh Charpentier. Yeah, a good linebacker. We go to East Jordan, Carlos Vigil. That's a nice Sunday short, Vigil. succinct. Yes. This has a good ring to it. Um, I'm going to take, man, I've got so many more options than I thought I would. Uh, picking up an Inland Lakes guy, which is, again, out of your coverage area, but Cleveland Baker. Got a Cleveland on the team. And if you go Baker Mayfield, it kind of goes really well together. Yeah, it really does. Cleveland Baker. Not this year. So, uh, he should both. try to Twitter handle or like get, really get a website yeah, and have Baker pay for it. Yeah, at least get a favorite. So, Cleveland Baker, you're uh, nabbed. Or Cleveland from the Family Guy? Or the yeah. Cleveland Show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has his own show. Anybody watch that show? No, I never did. I'll take another one, kind of like Lake, Lake Barksdale. I'm going back to Glen Lake and going for River Dallas. Another body of water. I like it. Yeah, beautiful city. Yes. Lots of beautiful things have happened when I've been there. But I dug deep into some rosters for some of these. I probably put way too much time into this. Way too. James much was really excited to do this. We talk I, I about want, we talk about this more than we probably should. And this is how many names we come across. This is somebody from the bowling team. Good. Cover City, City West Bowling. Blade Kalbflesh. Mm-hmm. Could I, you repeat that one? I think Blade Kalbflesh. Okay. Again, I don't, if he's also, wearing a bowling Also, also plays soccer. <laughs> Side note, he's on the soccer field, but meme bowler. Uh, I'm going to go with Traverse City Christian Boys Basketball. Justice is served. Justice Doherty. He's my pick. Uh, every time I see his name, he usually puts up some points. And, uh, yeah, kind of like Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Got a very judicial ring to it. So you can't help but have a little fun with his name in the highlights. Justice Doherty. I'm going to choose my first female, one that I think I've mentioned every time that we've brought up this show idea. 
Ali Martin? No, Lark Jankowitz. Kingsley Libero? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, the name is just fun to say. I love Lark Jankowitz. I hear you. Lark the Shark Jankowitz? Yeah, like, it's dun, perfect. Dun, 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 dun. You see her fin while she's digging <laughs> out the balls? <laughs> Hopefully the people are calling it that because uh, well now you know now you have been dubbed Lark the Shark Jankowitz. Uh, I'm gonna head to Manistee for this one. Manistee soccer, and uh, also happens to be one of their better players. But uh, Anselmo Sarabia, that just that just that just sounds cool. That just rolls off the top. I like Anselmo because that's the last name of Phil Anselmo. I believe that's how you say it. Yeah, from Pantera, the lead singer from Pantera. I have a whole bunch of ones that reminded me of celebrities. So. You could lead into this with some Pantera. Right. Oh, man, there's some just play Pantera. Cemetery Gates. For the, some Cemetery just Gates. Just play some Dimebag Daryl Change Darryl the draft riffs. music now to Pantera. Yeah, J- Dimebag Daryl riffs. Just play Floods in the background the whole time. We'll be okay. I'm going to go, uh, it's not. It's a pretty common name. Well, I don't know if it's common, but uh, it's certainly associated with greatness. And he, I think he's a three-sport athlete at Kingsley. It's Mr. Joe Lewis. There's a Joe Lewis on the Kingsley Stags football, basketball, and baseball. I think I saw him hit a home run as a freshman for the Stags. I think sometimes they list him as Joey Lewis, but I'm drafting him as Joe Lewis because I bet he can box too in his spare time. Just because we're lumping him, I'm going to take another pair of brothers. I like their name. Brothers. Uh, always reminds me of any given Sunday, Steam and Willie Beeman. Well, Brett's not here. So. But Ridge, Ridge and True Beeman. Both of them. I like both the of them. The Beeman brothers. The Beeman brothers. Ridge and True Beeman. I'm, once again, two people I've met. Brock? Already. You get the older brother Brock, Brock too. Yeah. Oh, Brock Beeman? Yeah, he just yeah. graduated last year. So that's like a po- that's what reminds me of Pokemon. You know, another another Earth-like landform in a ridge. <laughs> <laughs> and True, like, I bet that's perfect. If we're going to go with, like for groups like this, then I'm going to go Remington Shively from Elk Rapids, which also comes with Marlon Starkey. And Gunnar Keaton, who is also from Elk Rapids. Well, I went, just, I went just brothers. On, I didn't. I didn't. On, this is like no, just a full-on Elk Rapids gun theme. Okay. Marlin, Remington, Gunner. Okay. All shooting at Elks. Your your gun rack is loaded. The Wayne's World gun rack that he gifts is is now usable. Yeah, that's great. I just got deer hunting on the on the brain. So as you should. You want to talk about disaster nicknames? I, I messaged uh, Jonasburg Lewiston's athletic director Joe Smokovich. About this one. Joey Smokes. Joey Smokes. Uh, and I said, hey, man, M-A-D-E-J, how do I pronounce this name? And he said, Mayday. So Tyler Mayday, spelled M-A-D-E-J. I mean, you're playing a guy named Mayday? You can't really tell based on the roster. Yeah. But you're playing a guy with that, that name? You, you know, one of two things is going to happen. You have to single Mayday or they have to single Mayday, but... That is not how I thought that would It stands out. Madish. Yeah, Madish. No, we're Madish. bad. Madish. Mayday all the I'm way. always adding some weird inflections. I'll take one that's fun to say. Sutton's Bay Jr., Gavin Shanawanaquit. Or Shanawanaquit. 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 Yeah, there's enough A's and N's in there just for me to like to stumble over it. So, Gavin Shanawanaquit. Mm-hmm. Solid choice. Benzie Central Football has a player on their team. You were talking about doing like a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Chopper list. Benzie Central has a football player named Jagger Richards. Ooh, Mick Jagger. And Keith Richards. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, we, we <laughs> know the whole Rolling Stones. Stones. <laughs> the whole Rolling Stones name. How can you go wrong there? I wonder, see, that's, that's just what, this is what makes us, it makes us think, you know, they, this, this had to be thought about, right? You know, somebody had to thought, think about that. Well, first name-wise, yeah. Well, I mean, if your last name is that, like, I mean, don't you, I, I think about what would be cool with my last name. I mean, I think my last name's cool. Heck, Mick you Jagger's said, still having kids, so he can kind of... 
come up with any wacky names he wants. Like, did you say Jake Atnip? If you just say Jake Catnip, Catnip, Jake Catnip. Uh, I'm gonna go with b- 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 Megan Sharpenberg. I'm gonna add another female to my roster. Grand Travers Academy basketball. She's pretty talented, and Sharpenberg is an impressive name. He just stands out on a basketball floor and on a roster. So Megan Sharpenberg's my pick. One name that I've always liked is Onekama Senior Ben Acton. It's it's almost like one of the one of the like players. Like yeah, I've been acting up. Yeah. Ben Acton in yeah. action. That's what yeah. I was like. Ben Acton in action. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just got a lot of Ben action, you know. <laughs> and whenever I try to type that in like tweets or anything like that, it always wants to autocorrect it to action. Exactly. So I, 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 in action. It's, yeah. like it's, it's like it's action adventure movie star name. We're yeah. gonna turn him into a verb. I am going to go. Are we close to the end here? I have no idea. I'm just <laughs> reading names. I haven't been keeping track. I mean, let's just rattle off. Okay, we'll just go until we run out. All right. Run a few. Run run a few off here. Although keep in mind, I have a half hour. <laughs> okay. There's. I'm just gonna run off. Light. Let's do some lightning rounds. If you here, yeah. Hadassah Kramendike. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. What sports? TC Central play? Cross Country. The Siri Aziala, Traverse City Central Softball. Man, involved. that's gotta get confusing with a cell phone around. Hey Siri. Yeah. Hey Siri. We've got a reporter here named Alexa. Is it funny that we all have our Hey Siri's turned off for a reason? Tuku Nanaseni. Tuku, I like that. Yeah. Johnny Socks. Trevor City Central goalie from last year. Just sounds like a good Johnny mafia. Sucks. Sounds like a good mafia, mafia name. boxing. Yeah. yeah, goalies tough. You lose. Yeah. Leland Hunter be awesome if he played in the Northwest Conference, but he's from Grayling. Lindsay Hunter. So if he played in the Northwest Conference, he would be a good choice. <laughs> or maybe playing for Leland. My bad pun of the week. Yeah, hunting Leland. Leland Hunter. Go with a couple you got. Jackson Disbro. I love how he spells it with an X but instead the, I, of a CK. I also love how there's an there's an Isbro on that team. There's a Disbro, and then there's just an Isbro. Disbro, Isbro. That's almost like Vander Vander Kirkhoff and Kirkhoff. They're related, though. Yeah, yeah, but that that's just yeah. that does crack me up. That's other things that we see. We see weird things like that. Continue. Uh, Ethan Pino plays for Northport. Pino, Lelona, is a winery uh, capital of the world, in my opinion. Uh, Xander Oakland, you got to put him on a list. We we kind of joked about XO. What does XO mean? Not hugs can kisses, but it means. For military purposes, we talked about oh, executive officer. Yep, he's the executive officer, so Xander. Uh, Jack Clock, Mancelona, getting clocked by Jack Clock. Uh, Griffin Kelly, Frankfurt. There's a few, I think there's a Griffin Nepoth from Bel Air, too. So Griffin is just, I mean, if you're playing football and your name's Griffin, you're pretty. Skyler Spangler. Yep. Artie Dutmers for Brendan. It's a shout out to Brendan Quilly for the week. Artie Dutmers is just a, like a really name cool name. Yeah. Really laid back, cool name. And he's a great football player. Distinctive. And yeah. yeah. Uh, pro wrestling wise, I'm going to Glen Lake wide receiver. He's got the combined names of two very notable wrestlers Hulk Hogan. His last name's Hogan. First name is Finn. Finn Balor is a popular WWE superstar right now. I know you guys probably don't know who that is, but Finn Hogan is his name. So that combines two great uh, past and present WWE stars. And a Roger City player. I'm going way out of the coverage area for you guys. Roger City's got a football player named C.J. Bixby. And C.J. on the roster is C-E-E and J. Not just the letters. But it's like C-E-E-J Bixby with an X. That's unusual. I've never seen that before. All right, so I, I kind of got fat when I was looking through the rosters and saw some food. So there's some, some people I saw food. One that rang to mind right away was Brandon Heath, Traverse City West, like Heath Candy Bar. Heath Bar, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Kale Cerny, TC West, reminds me of some more food. Anthony Rose, I know that doesn't, but 
It's Rose. Always, no, no, but I always liked having Rose. I always liked the Rose last name. That's, that's just a shout Derek out, Rose. Rose. Yeah, Derek Kissed Rose. By Rose. Exactly. Dean Sturgeon from Onekama. Another fish, like another fish, wildlife type of one. If, we're talking if he about doesn't fish, stuff. we're going to be very upset. Um, Jensen Auclair. I always think of an Eclair because, you know, holiday season coming up. There's always a little box of those sitting in the freezer. Well, you know, he brought up Finn. Finn Husband. Husband. Yeah, also husband. a great name. Yeah, yes, yeah, Finn that's Husband. That's what I, I can't have the soccer rosters. I know yeah, names even, like Finn a, Husband. Well, there's so many we probably still have a name, but yeah. um, Aaron Powers. I've always liked his name because it always just makes me think of Austin Powers. Sully Bogart. I like that's that. A name Sully for Bogart the, for the ages. Yeah. There's Sully Husband too. Yeah, is there Sully <laughs> yeah. Husband? Yeah, so yeah. S- yeah. So Finn's brother Sully. So the Finn's Sully, but yeah, I've always <laughs> liked that. Uh, who else do I got? Peyton Clump. That's another good one. Uh, Osable Kreiner. Kreiner? Kreiner? I'm not sure. It depends on the... I don't even know who you're the talking inflection. about. Uh, Benji Central Soccer. Oh, okay. Uh, TC Liberty Soccer player America Van- Mandeville. Mm-hmm. Salute that. Yeah. Uh, St. Francis wrestler Xavier Aluwalia. I'm not going to try to say that like a whole bunch of times. Gaylord swimmer Grace Warmbier. Warmbier? Warmbier. That's, I'm, that's the way I'm going to try to pronounce it. That's a top one. It's W-A-R-M-B-I-E-R. I choose to Probably pronounce Byer. Yeah, Warren Byer. Left that beer out too long while she was in the pool. Yeah. Or maybe Although she let it fall in, in the pool. She's in high school. She better not be drinking a beer. We're in a lot of forest area people here, too, because I'm going to add another one. Mackenzie Shimshack. 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 DC Christian soccer player Johnny Mustard. I did see that Is that one. real? I did see that one. That is one. real. Yep. Yeah. He had an older brother named Peter. Toski Soccer has uh, Jasper Failer. Uh, then there's Ranger Truco from Lacrosse. I always thought that was a cool name, Ranger. Yeah, Ranger Truco and Max Ranger. Those are two great names. Apollo Schaefer for TC Central Ten. I heard the new movies are about him. I did see that. And we'll get into that in the trifecta, actually. Mm -hmm. Eventually. Then may, probably. And Bel Air football player Jader Castle. Yes, you could go on for days. This is our point, people. I could, man. I could, man. This is our point, people. I didn't realize you were that fascinated by this. Obviously, it's fun, but you were like Christmas basketball player Atlas Marlette. Coach names? Rob Hickey. You know he's not a coach anymore. Jim Champion. I mean, how can you go against a guy named Champion? Right? Give me Sanders Fry, man. Always makes me want to go to McDonald's. That is a good one. I like Garrick Opie. I've never heard the name Garrick before. Garrick. You never heard of Garrick before? Garrick. Garrick Sherman was on Michigan State. A basketball player. Like five, ten years ago. I-C-K. Garrick Sherman. Look it up, you diehard Spartan. Sanders Fry always reminds me of Futurama, though. Fry. Fry. Yeah, kinda, yeah. yeah, even though their hairstyles aren't the same. Yeah. Well, no. Just the, just or, the or, you know, up there, too, the uh, crosstown rival in basketball, Travis Shuba. Because uh, his Twitter handle is Shubidoo. Scooby Dooby Doo, something like that. Scooby Dooby Doo, Scooby Dooby Don't. Two two good names there. And speaking of Twitter handles, one of my favorite ones from around here was Cecilia Schmidt. Was hers was Pizza Schmidt. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm I'm calling it. All right. So who won? There's there's no there's no winning. This is just for our audible viewers. Yeah, that that's who wins. The ones who made it this far. Well, no, I. Shout out to everybody with some cool names. I hope everybody listens and likes their shout outs. Cause shout a, out your parents yeah. too was, for naming you that. It was a good that. reason we put you up there. Yeah, shout out your parents for naming you that. You didn't really have a choice, I guess. Although, should we? Do we pick the all-time winner? I'm nominating Jeep Demoose as the all-time winner. To be honest, I might. That is pretty badass. When can I, I had, can I say badass? I don't know. I just you're, did. You're the <laughs> you're the host. 
But when I had to, the, the fact that I had to auto check with the guy, like, what's his real name? You, spell, you spelled his name wrong in the autocorrect. That might have been the one that shocked me the most while we were sitting here reading them, too. Jeep DeMoose. Harbor Springs. Bringing home the name title, maybe. All right, we don't have a whole lot of uh, sports going on this week, so for the Hall of Fame, we're doing some retroactive picks from the fall. Um, that's brought to you by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City. Jimmy John spends six hours slicing and baking every day to make a 30-second sandwich. Freaky fresh, freaky fast. Jimmy John's, freak yeah. All right, we each get to throw three people into the Hall of Fame, the most exclusive athletic club in northern Michigan. Exclusive just, club, just club of any in kind. general. Yeah. Just club in general. Any kind. Any, yeah. Of any kind, yeah. This club doesn't even serve you who. But the yeah, older folks. All, all of our nominees are got their ticket punched straight into the Hall of Fame. We don't need no yeah. votes. No Look votes. at that list. No votes. And here's a, no the, votes today. There's a championed list that we were speaking of before. Uh, I'm going to put in Molly Mirabelli. I know she had a very good shot of doing it last week, and we kind of had a joke of if she was going to join Brett in the most exclusive club. No longer needs a plus one or can ask for plus one. Now she's actually in. So Molly Mirabelli. I'm also going to put in oh Spencer Hathaway, uh, offensive lineman from Traverse City, St. Francis. I picked him on my fantasy team to start off the year, and he showed up. And as we'll talk about sure in the coming weeks, uh, which is chosen by the coaches as part of the All-State team. And, you know, not the not the AP All-State, but either way, Spencer Hathaway, well-deserved. And I'm going to take Ansi D. No longer is going to be playing second fiddle to her sister. So she is back. And she's in the club with her, finished fifth in the state uh, in Division One. So definitely nothing short of amazing out of her as well. She's now in the Hall of Fame with us. There you go. Annika and Auntie were both working the uh, the hockey tournament they were. this weekend. They were taking tickets at the hockey game. They were getting their points for uh, the Honor Society, National Honor Society. Yep. And they had to split them up. One of them was downstairs and one of them was mm-hmm. upstairs. So. They just caused trouble when they were together, huh? Just the sisters <laughs> up. Yeah, I like the Mirabelli pick, too, especially because, I mean, that was just a baller move of her signing her name over her boyfriend's name on the, on the get-around board there. I am going to go with uh, Artie Dutmers from Traverse City, St. Francis. All-State cornerback Alex Viegas from Elk Rapids, uh, star receiver, and Drew Peterson, tight end from Glen Lake. Solid picks there. I am adding uh, TC West soccer player Ethan, Ethan Vandermolen. He was a talented part of the, the West team this year that uh, won another Big North Conference, and Ethan always seemed to be in the right place at the right time, really make some moves for the Titans. So he's in. Uh, Jessica Leffler somehow missed out this year. She's one of the best volleyball players in the area for sure. We've talked about her in detail the past few weeks, so uh, we got to put her in. And cross country is my final pick. Shout out to Caitlin Duffing, finished twelfth at the Division Three state finals and was just really one of the uh, the faces and one of the leaders of that St. Francis team from freshman to senior year. She was a big part of that roster and the state championships that they strung together there and. Uh, and she recently, what? You guys published an article. She's going to run at Wayne State, correct? Yeah. So, big week for her. Let's put her in the Get Around Hall of Fame as well. I will not be here next week. He's going to host and take major off. Major announcement. Yeah. One and done. Yeah, Just one. turn pro. James the one and done. We're going to hear him host you know, an ESPN podcast next week. So that brings up the trifecta, everybody's favorite. Uh, so, we're going to talk about the best and worst movies that you have seen at the movie theater this year. I know Harrison is a big movie guy, so I figured this would be I think like everybody's right a big in movie your wheelhouse. Except my dad. My dad does not like movies. He I did am. love Mrs. Doubtfire, though, when <laughs> I found it on the TV on two separate channels on Thanksgiving. It was on, like, Fox Family or whatever that channel's now called. 
and VH1. Mrs. Doubtfire at the same time. Simultaneously? Yeah. Well, no. One had started a half hour ahead. So between the two, we had caught the whole movie. And that's an underrated gem. I mean, Robin Williams, genius at, at just situational comedy and impressions and stuff like that. So he did like that one. But, I mean, worst movie you've seen in the theater this year? This year? Well, as far as, like, expectations and then, wow, I, I, I don't even want to compare it to the rest is Solo. I mean, you guys were talking about Star Wars and how much you loved it a couple weeks ago. And um, it was funny that Brendan was there joining you, and he mentioned Solo because I went to see it with him. And we get out of the theater, and he's like, what would you think of that? I kind of liked it. And I go, oh, dude, that, that was just not fun. Like, I did not really enjoy it. It wasn't a bad movie, but I can no way lump it near any of the other movies. Okay, yeah. Episode 1, Phantom Menace, best lightsaber fight, by the way. So that's a Darth Maul. In that one. And Liam Neeson. And the double lightsaber. Um, Quite country. I, all of those movies, at least there's there's a storyline-driven sense because they're all part of a trilogy, and at least with Rogue One, it has the best second half of any Star Wars movie. Solo, to me, offered nothing but a couple kind of good laughs and maybe a couple jokes about, like, the Kessel Run running that. Yeah, any diehard fans would catch that. But... Oh, we forgot to mention, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen any of these movies in theaters yet. What, Kessel Run? I'm going to be talking about some stuff I've seen... Well, I haven't seen Creed 2 yet, so if that's what you're talking about, hold up. Wait a minute. Um, but yeah, Solo just was... Maybe that's because they had to switch directors, because Ron Howard came in halfway through and they had to redo it. I can't imagine how bad it was before he probably touched it. It could be. And, it, was, it, it was a little long. It, it was kinda, long. It did kind of drag on. I liked it overall, but it, but it was kind of long. I didn't even get to my worst point yet. The guy who played Han Solo, I'm sure he's a great actor, but he felt too forcing Harrison Ford to really enjoy the movie for me. So maybe I'm just a really negative Nancy and refusing, yes, you everybody knows. refusing you to everybody put that, that with the other movies in the series, but Solo just came up flat for me to the point where I own all the other movies. I came out of that theater thinking, I may never see that movie again, which is kind of sad, but at the same time, that's how I felt about it. Best movie. The worst movie I've seen in a movie theater this year was with you, Friday the 13th. Was the third one? You can't count that. That wasn't a new movie. We didn't say it had to be new, did we? Uh, I've only seen a few. I guess we didn't specify that. We didn't specify. If we're going to talk picking about picking a movie from like nineteen eighty two, right? It sucks. And it did suck, but we saw it at two in the morning from the front row. That'd probably make it better. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, probably. I've only seen a few. the The worst movie that I've seen so far is probably Halloween when me and you went last week. I mean, just because I've only seen a few other movies in movie theaters. It wasn't even that bad. No, no. But I mean, if we're just talking about the new ones I've seen, I think I went to, what, four movies or five movies in the last month, which is more than I went the rest of the year. I think it's been a weird year for movies, yeah. Yeah, and just me with me moving up here, there was no, I wasn't going to the movies and stuff alone. It was was so sad. But now I have friends I can go to the movies with. But I, I would say. Halloween was the worst. Uh, the worst one I saw was uh, earlier this week. Cena uh, and I we had like a date night. Went to see went to see Venom during the day. Then we went out to dinner, and then later in the evening we went back to the movie theater and saw Robin Hood, which is <laughs> awful. Yeah, awful. You mean like, Jamie Foxx didn't save it for you? No, I mean it's just. Uh, I mean, first of all, they they really mess with the the whole Robin Hood storyline. Legend. Yeah, they make it very political. It's very anti-church, which is just kind of weird because that was really never 
that much of a thing in the Robin Hood story. Uh, like the bad guys are the priests in this. Okay. Pretty much, you know, in the church. Um, and it's just the gross historical inaccuracies. I mean, I know Robin Hood is a fable, but you know what time frame it's from. And in that time frame, they did not wear clothes like that. They they kind of ultra modernized medieval clothes. And then when they were when they were in the Middle East as part of the Crusades, the people in the Crusades had like these automatic crossbows that shot these huge arrows that are way bigger than what an arrow should be. And yeah, I, and hate, it was just, I hate it was just, plot holes like that. It was just that. ridiculous stuff. I mean, they, they literally had automatic crossbows, fully automatic, where they would just pull the trigger and it would shoot like ten bolts out. And it, it was just so. What would it was you just over the top? What would you awful. rate it on a Rotten Tomatoes rating? Ten. They I don't g- know. they gave it fifteen. So they're right there with you. Yeah. Okay. Good. Drowning. In rotten tomato juice. <laughs> best two out of the best movie here. So now Who's is the time. Movie? You know, I I wasn't gonna see it for forever because everybody kept talking about Black Panther this and Black Panther that. I I see the Avengers movies, but I've never seen the Ant Man movies. Yeah, I was never gonna get caught up in all that, and I felt like because everybody was freaking out about Black Panther, I wasn't going to be one of those. Bandwagon, bandwagon jumpers. Uh, and then I saw Avengers Infinity War, and Wakanda and all that stuff was a big part of it, and I was all swarmed up in Marvel talk again, and I'm like, you know what? It's still in theaters. Maybe I'll just go see it. I was hoping I would be the only person in the theater, kind of like we were for Halloween, although this was the, the big theaters here in Traverse. I was hoping I'd be the only Nope, there were still like four or five people in there, and I'm like, oh, first time seeing it? And they're like, yeah. I figured these people would be like second or third timers, get everybody ready out the movie. But it really, it was a very enjoyable movie and, and a great, uh, great story. Uh, God, Michael B. Jordan is just that. That's probably my. Fa- I haven't seen any of the Creed movies yet. He's tearing up. He's tearing up the scene. He is. Right he's now. like the new face of Hollywood, and he was phenomenal as the bad guy in that movie. And uh, the guy who plays Black Panther does a good job too. And it, it probably it easily does stand out as one of the best Marvel solo superhero movies to go right along with the Avengers. So Black Panther, even though I never wanted to cave and saw it, I, I did, and I, I don't regret it. Trivia, oh. trivia question: You know what his dad's name is? Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Michael, Michael A. Jordan. C. Michael A. Jordan. <laughs> is it really? Well, we know what they're gonna do. Yeah, I was on the same bandwagon as you. I was literally like. I, I was never, I'm not into the superhero movies at all, but everybody said it was the best thing ever. Go see it. Ooh, and it made so much money. And I, I went and saw it. I definitely liked it. I almost forgot. I, I wouldn't say that it was the best because I forgot that I saw that. I can't even believe that was in 2018, now that you say that. Well, it was February. And that's why. It, was, it came out in February 2018. I can't even, it seemed like it was so long ago. I couldn't even think about this year uh, with us coming up on the end of the year here. But best movie I've seen, especially over the last couple of weeks, Bohemian Rhapsody. It was just like... I love Queen. All the a lot of the music's really good. Well, that's why you love it. Well, yeah, but it was it was fun to like watch and. It, I think it's a it good. Was a, movie, it was a good musical experience. I don't need kind of like solo. I feel like I don't need to really see it again. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not some. But the cool part but was, was is that they did they did an absolutely incredible job of reenacting like yeah, actual the live aid real, scenes. Like, yes. And the but, fact that it's shot by shot, like everything that's on incredible. the piano, and like incredible, incredible, incredible. So yeah, I, that was probably the best one that I've seen. At least this year that I can remember. And you're going with Venom. Venom was actually better than we thought it was going to be. You know, we went because I was playing in the afternoon. Yeah, Venom was better than we thought it'd be. Not my favorite movie of the year, but uh, you're going to go with Solo. No, I, I, but I didn't. I didn't mind Solo, um, but it's not also not my maybe my favorite movie of the year. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, excellent. I'm just going to go with 
and maybe this is a cop out. I'm gonna go with the Marvel movies as a whole. Yeah, that's just a pretty cop good out. cop out. Cop out. Okay, that's, that's fine. That's... No, it's not fine. We're telling you, it's not fine. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I'm the host. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, Infinity Wars was just great. Um, you know, everybody freaked out over the ending and everything, and I'm just like, it's a part give, one. Give it's it a rest. Not, it's part one. It's yeah. not even a full. It's not going to be permanent. Yeah. You know, we all know That's this. That's what I'm saying. We you all can't know this changes. Uh, you know, but I, but the rest of the movie, I just I, I just really like that. Uh, you know, Black Panther in addition to that. Um, I'm looking forward to Wasp. watching. I'm looking forward to look, watching Ant Man and the Wasp. I have that at home, but I haven't watched it yet. And then uh, you know, Venom wasn't bad. Side side story. I, I you know, it's not the worst because I don't have a background on it. But I was really underwhelmed by uh, the Incredibles too. I, I feel like I'm probably on my own on that one because there's another movie everybody else loved that's, that's to death. I, that's, that's, that's one of the movies that I everybody was like, oh, you should go see Incredibles it. 2, like, Incredibles 2. It's it was fine. Way, it was way too far far gone in my life for me to care about. Yeah, again. Incredibles 1 was. Yeah, yeah. like so when that I came out in like, 2003 2. or something like that. Like I mean, Before, I, was, yeah. Yeah, I was like really young when it came out and it was like, yeah, leave it to the new kids. Let the new generation enjoy it. I don't get it, but if they're happy with it, say la vie. Let them live their life. Say la vie. Jeep de Moose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, since today was all hockey, we are going to give away the second of three Andreas Thanasiu autographed hockey pucks. Double A. Uh, double A, yeah. yeah. He's having a good season, man. He just, he just won them in a game in overtime, I think, two days ago. Yeah, you can have a puck autographed by him. Got his number even, he wrote on him. You can also um, go back and listen to Brett's interview with him in episode 50 if you're an archives diver. Big number five zero. There you go. Just just uh, retweet or share this on Facebook, and you will automatically be entered into to this week's drawing for that. And there also there'll be a, another drawing for uh, two free Jimmy John sandwiches. The winner of last week's Jimmy John sandwiches is Clay Moss. That wraps it up. This has been one like kind of monster. monster yeah, we episode. apologize. Uh, how, how do we feel? How do we feel after the after the show is coming to a close? First episode, all the jitters gone, James. Yeah, I'd say so. I don't think there was any. I'd still rather listen to this than watch Solo again. So, or or Robin Hood, <laughs> or Halloween apparently. No, I would watch. I, I would do that again. But it has to be Halloween. <laughs> I would do Halloween. Before I think it had to do with that. It was November eighteenth. The scary was gone on a bit. It was. It was a little gone. Yeah, but yeah, that does it, doesn't it? That does it for episode fifty nine, ladies and gents. Uh, check back next week for episode 60. Another rotating host. Another rotating host. Yeah, I'll be, yeah. I'll be, I'll be gone. Show, Brett's going to be gone still. I'll be back Jake will be back with, yeah. with Harrison, Harrison and Brendan, the return of Brendan Queeley. Getting nervous just thinking about it. Right, everybody quivering. All right, well, thanks, thanks for listening to this long episode, folks. We'll see you next week.